Where the latest mock drafts have the New Orleans Saints going in the first round. What's going on with Dennis Allen still not getting any interviews and the biggest stories from around the New Orleans Saints that you need to know. We got all that and a little bit of land yap for you on today's episode of Locked on Saints. You are Locked on Saints, your daily New Orleans Saints podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is good, Houdat Nation and Houdat family? Welcome into another episode of Locked on Saints, your daily podcast covering the New Orleans Saints, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. As always, thank you so much for making Locked on Saints your first listen of the day every day. Don't forget, we're free and available on all platforms, including on YouTube as well. I'm your host, Ross Jackson, at Ross Jackson. Nola on Twitter, Canal Street Chronicles, Locked on NFL, and here with you every single Monday through Friday on Locked on Saints. And I want to kick off today's episode taking a look at mock drafts, because when it comes to this year's draft, considering the amount of talent at the wide receiver position, wide receivers should be one of the top priorities for New Orleans when it comes to the first and second round. And a lot of mock drafts around the internet and around some popular media sites, things like that, blogs, all of that seem to be leaning the same way. Way. If you look at some great websites that are out there, some great um, resources that are out there like NFL Mock Draft Database, then you can kind of see where the percentage of mock drafts have the New Orleans Saints going. And they kind of have a really great way of aggregating all of this information and kind of giving you percentages around all of it. So what I can tell you right now is that the single most popular individual pick right now for the New Orleans Saints in the first round, remember they'll select at pick 18, is wide receiver Traylon Burks out of Arkansas. And listen, everybody knows that I'm a big fan of Chris Olave coming out of o- o- Ohio State University. I had a lot of trouble saying that. He was my wide receiver one last year. He'll be my wide receiver one this year as well, depending upon how testing and things like that go. However, with the Saints picking at 18 and with Jamison Williams out of Alabama, now having the ACL tear, he is still declared for the NFL draft, by the way. It's very likely that Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson, who are the other two most popular wide receivers mocked to the New Orleans Saints, that they'll be gone by the time that the Saints get on the board at 18. So if they wanted to go wide receiver and they went with Arkansas's Traylon Burks, miss me with any idea of them actually kind of like having a bad draft because Traylon Burks would be phenomenal for this team at 18. Let's talk a little bit about him and then we'll talk about what the trendiest pick is for New Orleans right now. So with Traylon Burks being the most popular, I want to break him down a little bit, right? And we'll continue to break down all of these prospects as we go through throughout the offseason. But a quick primer on Traylon Burks is simple. Six foot three, 220-ish pounds. He's a big body, wins 50-50 contested catches. He's great when it comes to ball skills. He's also great when it comes to body control in the air. Not bad after the catch either. Not the shiftiest, kind of quickest, you know, shifty guy like, let's say, Deontay Hardy. He's a little bit more Taysom Hill, right? Like he'll be physical. He'll run over a guy. He'll stiff arm a defender. Like that's the way that he usually picks up, um, picks up those yards after catch. And he's not lacking of speed either. He's going to be in the, uh, let's say conservatively, the four 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 five area, but he might even test faster than that. And we'll see exactly what happens. But one of the things that I really like about him is the fact that he played at Arkansas. And the reason why I like that is not just because I spent many a year in Arkansas. Hello, shout out the Trojans, UALR, my undergrad. But 
the thing that I really like about what Arkansas does is the way that they utilize their receivers. Burks played in the slot. He played outside. He played in the backfield. He ran tons of different routes, which means he has to understand route concepts, route combinations, as well as spacing. Stuff that's very, very important in the New Orleans Saints system as well. So if you want to talk about a wide receiver that could potentially come in and immediately impact this team, there are a lot. We talked about Chris Olave, Garrett Wilson. We can talk about Drake London out of USC, who I know a lot of folks like. I like him as well. We'll break him down later on. Uh, we also have, and then, you know, guys like Traylon Burks, as well as, you know, uh, Jahan Dotson and Wandale Robinson. There's a lot of great receivers. Oh, David Bell. There's a lot of great receivers in this draft. There's absolutely no doubt about that. But Traylon Burks is not one that should be forgotten by any means. And it seems that when it comes to the mock drafts across our, you know, wonderful, wonderful land of media, they're not forgetting about him either, particularly when they think about the New Orleans Saints. Now, as we mentioned, wide receiver is the top three positions that they have the Saints going. Traylon Burks, uh, Chris Olave, and Garrett Wilson in that order. And then there's kind of this 55% of mock drafts out there that are kind of doing the other, most of them being quarterbacks and offensive linemen, which makes a ton of sense. Remember, there's a lot of really good wide receiver talent going into the second round as well. So even if the Saints weren't to draft a wide receiver in the first, they could still walk away with a guy that could be immediately impactful in the second round. And so if you wanted to go that route and you really felt like you wanted to address quarterback, well, let me tell you that you're not alone. The A lot of these experts that are out here also have the trending pick of Matt Corral going to New Orleans at 18. Now, he's a very versatile quarterback in that he's a run threat. He's got a nice arm. He's you know, good at throwing out of the backfield. Ole Miss kind of gave him a lot of different things to look at over on the offensive side in terms of their scheme. And so that's good news when you're looking for a quarterback. Now, of course, he had the uh, not as severe as thought injury to wrap up his collegiate career. We'll get a closer look at him all throughout the offseason, but just a name to keep an eye out on in terms of quarterbacks that are out there. We're going to get a very close look at a lot of quarterbacks over the course of this offseason because I'll be attending the Senior Bowl where we'll see guys like Malik Willis and Sam Howell and Desmond Ritter and Kenny Pickett. But we're not going to get a close look at Matt Corral until maybe the combine, maybe even later than that, depending upon his sort of rehabilitation and dealing with that injury and stuff like that. But definitely a name to keep an eye out on as the trendiest pick going toward the New Orleans Saints right now. But if you're a fan of wide receivers, so far so good looking at the way that this class may end up shaking out in favor of New Orleans. While the focus on the offensive side going into the offseason should be to bolster those skill position players, over on the defensive side, the focus may be a little bit more on running it back. And a big part of that, big piece to that puzzle, could be defensive coordinator Dennis Allen, who's not getting the attention that we expected so far with seven up to potentially nine different job openings that could be available by the end of the postseason. Let's talk about what's going on with Dennis Allen and why it's all good news for the New Orleans Saints. We got that and much more coming up for you as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. But first, I want to thank our friends over at OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a fantastic resource to make sure that you are getting the edge and insight that you need when it comes to making your bets, especially over the course of this year's playoffs. So go and check them out, OnlineGambling.com, so that you can get the edge in this year's NFL playoffs. They've sent me a little bit of a challenge here too, right? They want me to make my Super Bowl prediction, and I'll tell you, my Super Bowl prediction is nice and simple. It's the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm going dark horse the entire way. Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, you got to love that connection as well as the other great weapons they have over on the offensive side. 
Need that offensive line to get it together a little bit from my man, Joey B. But I'm all about this Cincinnati Bengals offense doing what it does and the Cincinnati Bengals defense doing enough to keep them in the race when they're not expected to be. So I'm going all in on the Cincinnati Bengals right now. Maybe that's a smart choice. Maybe that's not. If you want to hear more choices, you can go and check out OG Tips, the section on OnlineGambling.com's website so you can see all of their picks and all of their reasoning as well. Lots of great stuff over on that site. So make sure that you visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL so that you can see the latest in gambling news, tips, NFL news, whatever it is that you're looking for so that you can get the edge throughout the playoffs. Once again, remember that's OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to make the most of this year's NFL playoffs. So that's one of my favorite websites. Now let me tell you about one of my favorite apps, the Get Upside app, which helps you save money at the gas pump. Gas prices are insane right now. And so Get Upside, free app that you can download, no catch, super nice and easy, actually gives you cash back every time that you fill up at select gas stations. It's super simple. You go to that select station, you fill up your car, your truck, your vehicle, whatever it is that you drive, then you take a picture of the receipt, upload it to the app, and then they're going to take a look at it and give you up to 25 cents back per gallon on every fill up at those select stations. And right now, if you download the app and use the promo code touchdown as a first time customer, you're going to get a 25 cent bonus. So that's 50 cents back per gallon on your first fill up. So once again, go and check it out. You can download it from the app store for free and you can withdraw whatever you know money you want at any time. Have it sent directly to your bank account, uh, PayPal. You can do gift cards, whatever it is that you like with the Get Upside app. And don't forget that promo code TOUCHDOWN for that up to 50 cent bonus per gallon on your first fill up. Right, Huda Nation continuing on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. Thanks as always for making us your first listen of the day. And don't forget, we're here with you five days a week, even throughout the offseason. We ain't going nowhere. I might get in trouble for that. I don't know. But anyway, uh, we're having a lot of fun on today's episode. Obviously, we broke down some of the mock drafts that are out there. But now I want to talk about the New Orleans Saints defense and what they have going on here. Because while you're looking at potentially bolstering talent over on the offensive side, the Saints, I think, would be best by maintaining what they already have on the defensive side. So that means three key free agents, of course, in P.J. Williams, Marcus Williams, and Quan Alexander. But it also means retaining defensive coordinator Dennis Allen for the 2022 season. Right now, the NFL has seven open coaching positions, head coaching positions. The newest one just got added on Thursday with the firing of David Culley in Houston. It looks like that idea there is that they're going to go after Brian Flores, who has let go in Miami. There's a couple little things that we're going to look at here. Where would be the best landing spot for Dennis Allen? Who is the biggest threat to the New Orleans Saints and why it's important for him to remain in New Orleans? And we're also going to hear from our NFL expert here on the network, Matt Williamson, who's a former NFL scout on which team he thinks is the best potential option and why I don't think they're a threat for the New Orleans Saints. So let's start real quick with who are the biggest contenders, the biggest threats for New Orleans when it comes to Dennis Allen? The funny thing is that It's effectively two teams that I think are the biggest threat, and neither of them are looking for their head coach right now, one of which is the Minnesota Vikings. They're not looking for their head coach right now because they want to settle the GM situation first. I think because you look at the defense, you look at the style of defense that that team has played, the pieces that they have over on the Minnesota Vikings team, and the culture that they're trying to sort of get away from out of the Zimmer and Spielman era, that Dennis Allen is exactly the change of pace and the defensive mind that they would be looking for. However, 
they might end up bringing in a GM that feels otherwise and has sort of their focus already on another coach. And maybe those things have to be symbiotic in order for that GM to get that position. But that could impact where the Minnesota Vikings go next. So we're not going to hear much about Minnesota at the moment. And that could be one of the reasons why Dennis Allen hasn't gotten the, the the attention that we thought that he would because Minnesota, one of the teams that I think would be the front runner for him, might not be looking at head coaches just yet. The other team is currently in the playoffs. They're a little busy right now, and we don't even know if they're going to have an opening technically, right? It's one of the reasons why I say seven to nine potential openings because that eighth potential opening could be the Las Vegas Raiders who right now with Rich Bisaccia who came in as the interim head coach after that whole situation around John Gruden happened, he led that team to the playoffs. So they may not actually even be looking for a head coach, but if they are, I could see them going to Dennis Allen. They seem to like the whole idea of nostalgia, right? They brought back John Gruden. I could see them bringing back a guy like Dennis Allen, who I think would be a better culture fit for them anyway than John Gruden certainly turned out to be. So those are the two teams that I think would be the biggest threat to New Orleans to take away Dennis Allen. But the good news for New Orleans is that there's so much uncertainty there right now with no GM at the moment in Minnesota and no clear path on what's going to go on with Coach Bisaccia that that could work in the Saints' favor. And the reason why you want Dennis Allen to stay is because of the way that he has improved this New Orleans Saints defense. He took over in 2015 for Rob Ryan, who absolutely ran that defense into the ground in New Orleans, historically bad, and has now raised them up to the point to where they were a top three defense last year. They're a top five scoring defense, top seven, or well, number seven, so top 10 in total yardage this year. The defense was absolutely incredible this year, and he has made them better and better every single season. We've seen them go from, you know, 32nd up to up to 17th to 14th to 11th and then into the top five, top 10 like they are this year. So you want to keep Dennis Allen. And honestly, there's a bit of a floodgate that could open if Dennis Allen ends up leaving, because if Dennis Allen goes and becomes a head coach somewhere, what's to stop him from calling Ryan Nielsen and saying, hey, come over and be the defensive coordinator. Then you're down a DC and you're down a defensive line coach and assistant head coach in New Orleans. What's to stop Dennis Allen from calling Brian Young, the Saints pass rushing coordinator and say, hey, come and coach this defensive line for me right quick. There's a lot of different ways that the loss of Dennis Allen could mean a larger exodus for the New Orleans Saints defensive staff in particular. So you want to keep that from happening. So those are the ways that I look at it. And I think that it's good news so far that Dennis Allen hasn't gotten any of these like initial phone calls. But what I think might be the best job for Dennis Allen doesn't necessarily line up to always be the best job that's available in the NFL. What if I told you that it was just simply a team that had a good coach and a lot of cap space? Here's what Matt Williamson, our NFL expert, as well as our co-host over at the Peacock and Williamson NFL show, had to say about the best job available. And I'll tell you why. I don't think it's a very good fit for Dennis Allen. I think Jacksonville, and I'm not dancing around your question because I've, I, I do this every year when they're up. I, I rank them and we talk about it in depth on the podcast. I've written articles and usually I think they're easier to rank or there's a clear winner. I guess I would pick Jacksonville, but boy, I'm worried about the culture and the ownership, which is the number one criteria for me. But I'll work with Trevor Lawrence and, and you know the next first overall pick and all the draft capital and yeah, cap space. And if I can really have a good understanding with ownership that I have all the power, stay out of the way, let me build this thing the way I want, and especially because the division looks attainable. And after Urban Meyer, you're going to look great, right? So Yeah, it's a good guy to follow, too. <laughs>
So while Matt and Kai are absolutely right, uh, filling in after Urban Meyer is a pretty cushy position for you. I think that the Jacksonville Jaguars, the good news there is that if they are really seen across the NFL as the best available coaching job because of the future franchise quarterback and a ton of cap space for you to rebuild the rest of that team, first of all, you're dealing with a little bit more of a hands-on owner that you know has proven to be a little bit kind of shaky. That might mean something to Dennis Allen, but also I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are simply going to be looking for an offensive-minded head coach to pair up with their franchise quarterback, right? You have to get that quarterback whisperer, that quarterback guru. Dennis Allen is a defensive-minded guy. So if that's the most cushy sort of available hot job out there, that's good news for the New Orleans Saints because that might not be one to where the desires of Jacksonville align with the skills of Dennis Allen. All right, family, coming up next, we're going to dive into my favorite off-season segment, which is in case you missed it, get you caught up on all the big storylines throughout the week here for the New Orleans Saints. It's not just Dennis Allen that's going to be being courted over the course of this offseason. So we'll update you on what's going on with Jeff Ireland, as well as a couple of other big stories around the New Orleans Saints as we continue on with today's episode of Locked on Saints. But right now, I want to tell you about our friends over at betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest place to place your bets and get in on the action. No New Orleans Saints in the playoffs, unfortunately. Big shout out to Matt Safford for screwing that up. So with that being the case, you now want to get in on some of the action and make these playoff games a little bit more fun for yourself. And betonline.ag is the best place to do that. You can get in on all the the, the lines, your money line. You want to take a look at the spreads. You want to take a look at over under. You want to look at player props. They have it all for you all throughout the week and moving forward as throughout the rest of the NFL season over at betonline.ag. And you better believe they're going to have some fun offseason content as well. They even have your favorite Vegas casino games, some live betting modules you can get in on so that you can bet as the trends are developing right in front of you. Lots of great stuff. Go and check them out, betonline.ag. Don't forget to use the promo code, though, LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, so you can get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit over at BetOnline, where the game starts. Y'all, it is the new year, and that means New Year's resolutions all over the place. So whether you're looking at getting fit, maybe eating healthier, it's some of the same things that I'm doing, I want to make sure that Built Bar is in your plans. You're talking about the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Simply put, the best protein bar ever created. You want to eat healthy, but you want to get something that's not boring. You want to have something that tastes phenomenal. Well, you want to go ahead and get yourself a Built Bar. What about all those other protein bars that are out there that just feel like old, mushy oatmeal that just kind of dried up? Where's the chocolate in those things? You ain't got to worry about that when it comes to Built Bar, because they're covered in 100% chocolate. Let me tell you about most of these bars. They contain 130 calories, four grams of sugar, just four net carbs, but 17 grams of protein. That's awesome. Compare that to a candy bar that's usually like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, all that. You ain't got to worry about that. You can enjoy the candy bar flavor without having to deal with the candy bar sort of... uh, the, the negative parts of it. So go and check them out over at built.com. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market. Get yourself a sample pack, but also get yourself 15% off with the promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5. That is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Let's get it, Huda Nation. Wrapping up today's episode of Locked on Saints with In Case You Missed It. We're going to do this in the final segment of every week on the final Friday episodes to make sure you have all of the biggest storylines from the week heading up. So let's start off 
with New Orleans Saints uh, and, and sort of the, the staff poaching that everyone's very concerned about over the course of this offseason. It's not just limited to the coaching staff. The Saints front office could potentially see some of that poaching as well with candidates for general manager openings like Kai Hartley, who, of course, is the New Orleans Saints cap guru, capologist. He's the one that navigates everything around that New Orleans Saints salary cap that exists in a way that it doesn't exist around the other 31 teams in the NFL. And then, of course, Saints assistant general manager and director of college scouting, Jeff Ireland. Now, Jeff Ireland already has an interview scheduled for today, Friday, with the Chicago Bears. Now, he is very familiar with the Chicago Bears. He keeps a picture of Walter Payton on his on his um, on his uh, desk and everything like he's he knows the Chicago Bears quite well. He has a former history with the Chicago Bears, all of that. So something to definitely watch for the New Orleans Saints, because if they lost Jeff Ireland, then they lose kind of the big driving factor behind all of the college scouting that they've done since he has been around, which includes that incredible 2017 draft class, as well as the 2018 draft class, or excuse me, 2019 draft class that included guys like Eric McCoy, CJ Gardner-Johnson, and some of the other late round finds, undrafted finds that this team has had over the course of his tenure. So that would be a big loss for the New Orleans Saints. But there are some other guys out there that could potentially end up falling into that position, either promotions from within or potentially a hire from outside, like Chicago Bears former general manager who was just released in Ryan Pace. I know there's not a lot. I know that there's a lot to be said about Ryan Pace as a general manager, but as a college scout or as a director of college scouting, he's done a fairly good job. So that would be one name to watch amongst some others. Kai Hartley, on the other hand, no interviews, no attention going towards him so far, which would be great news for New Orleans. But eventually, that guy's got to get a phone call from somebody. But right now, only three general manager openings in the NFL, the New York Giants, the Minnesota Vikings, and then, of course, the Chicago Bears, which is where Jeff Ireland will have his interview today. We'll keep you up to date on all of it throughout the week. Next up, I want to talk about the future reserve list. New Orleans Saints signing a total of 14 players to future reserve contracts. Just a reminder, Future reserve contracts don't guarantee a roster spot in the regular season, but they do guarantee a roster spot on the 90-man roster going into training camp next season. Teams, Other teams cannot sign players away from the team like you could on, say, the practice squad when they're on future reserve deals. So these are names you can expect to see in New Orleans and on, or really in Metairie uh, at the beginning of that 2022 league year and at the during OTAs, all of that. I'm going to roll through a couple of highlights, but if you want to see the entire names, you can find them, of course, over at NewOrleansSaints.com. But seventh round wide receiver, the first wide receiver that the Saints have drafted since a 2018 draft class in which they brought in Traquan Smith. Uh, Southern Alabama's Kawan Baker is back. You can see also Aesop Winston is back as well. Somebody that filled in for Deontay Hardy when he was out and somebody that had some really nice chemistry, working chemistry with Jameis Winston early on in the offseason. Saints really, really like him as well. And you've got three key DBs that could be coming back as well that could make a fight for spots as special teamers, Dylan Mabin, as well as Jordan Miller and Kivari Russell. Uh, looking over at the newest group that was signed on Thursday, one of the ones that stands out is quarterback Blake Bortles. The reason why Blake Bortles stands out so much is because the New Orleans Saints right now don't have a healthy quarterback on their roster other than Ian Book. Right now, Jameis Winston is expected to be at least seeing free agency, though we could see him back in New Orleans. He might not be ready for training camp, OTAs, things like that. Taysom Hill unlikely to be ready for OTAs and maybe even a portion of training camp as well. So with that, the Saints do have to find some type of even short-term off-season solution 
at quarterback. So you have Ian Book. The Saints are bringing back Blake Bortles on a future reserve deal as well. Quarterback position is going to be a very fun one to watch, an intriguing one to watch over the course of the offseason. Saints also bringing back a couple of uh, a couple of key defensive pieces that we really liked, young defensive pieces. Malcolm Roach, who was an undrafted free agent just a couple of years ago, someone that Delvin Bro, former New Orleans Saints cornerback, told us that would be a, a fantastic player to watch. He's been awesome in terms of his ability to be rotational and versatile. He's not a star player or anything like that, but he is somebody that has become an integral part of the Saints defensive line rotation. And then a couple of other uh Tennessee Volunteers continuing their time with New Orleans, including tight end Ethan Wolf, who finally got some playing time with all of the situations going on around COVID and injuries and things like that this season, as well as defensive back Bryce Thompson, who I know a lot of folks were high on as an undrafted free agent coming into the 2021 class. The Saints are also going to be bringing back former seventh overall selection first round pick Kevin White on a future reserve deal as well. Kevin White had one big phenomenal catch during that Tampa Bay Buccaneers win at home, but outside of that, didn't see a lot from him, so they'll continue to work with him. Clearly, he does enough that they like either as a special teamer and as a role player that they're willing to invest another offseason at least in him. All right. And finally, I want to remind you about Alabama wide receiver Jamison Williams, a big name to watch over the course of this offseason as the New Orleans Saints and others will be looking to handle that wide receiver spot over the course of the NFL draft. Jamison Williams, who tore his ACL, will undergo surgery within 10 days of that national championship game. His expect The expectation is that he'll maintain his 4-3 speed and that he'll be able to get right back to it once he's healthy. Now, what that timeline is and all of that depends on the rehabilitation process, his dedication to it, all of that. But one of the things that we talked about was the potential of Jamison Williams going back to uh, Alabama for the 2022 season to focus on rehabilitating over the course of that year and then entering the draft in 2023. However, uh, Jameson Williams has made it official. He will enter the NFL draft here in 2022. So a name to keep an eye out on throughout the offseason because he could be somebody that potentially still gets invested in highly and therefore pushes another one of those top wide receivers down. He could be somebody that is now on the board at 18 that wasn't expected to be on the board at 18. We know the Saints have not been shy about taking risk on players that are recovering from injuries in the draft, even in the first round. And we also know that that could potentially mean that he could be available later on in the draft and therefore be somebody that can be pounced upon at another time. So just a name to watch as we continue to keep you up to date with everything around the New Orleans Saints and the NFL draft here on the Locked On Saints podcast. We appreciate y'all very much, as always, for coming through and for making us your first listen of the day. Coming up on Monday, it's our first mock draft Monday. We'll take a look at Locked On NFL Drafts mock. We'll talk about what they selected for the New Orleans Saints and what that means for them. We'll do our own mock, and we'll look at some others from around media as well. And of course, for your second listen today, though, make sure you go and check out Locked On Bets. Win yourself some money this weekend over those NFL playoffs with your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. As always, y'all, thank you so much for coming through. You can find me on Twitter at Ross Jackson, N-O-L-A. Hit me up. Let me know how the family's doing. Let me know how you're living. Let me know how you're mom and them. Trust you, that nation. I'll holla at you.